Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. (coughs) Do a clear above the throat. (laughs) <laughs> of course, the minute you start to speak, you get that thing in your throat. Sure. <coughs> there you go. Got it out. It's hopping around. I can see it. It's moving. That's gross. <laughs> That's so gross. This is stuff. This, this is, is stuff. Our weekly show that brings you lots of <laughs> stuff. And we are here at WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. I so want to say television. (gasps) Say, oh, we're on television. No. no. (laughs) Oh, how does my hair look Do you know they say you have a face for radio? That's me. Yes, that's us. We have faces for radio. But I think we'd be good on television. We would. Or would we? I'd better not look at anybody who's doing a camera, because if I look at somebody and I know I'm being looked at, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, so there's a fear. Yes. We have people you can talk to for that. Well, I don't want to get over it. (laughs) Okay, so you know what we could do? You ever see that show called The Masked Singer? Yes. So I didn't watch it a lot, but I watched a couple of them. We could be the masked radio I love moves it. to television. I we could wear love masks. It. We could. We, <laughs> oh, now we that's could. a brilliant. Mm-hmm. How would that sound? Hello, we're here from stuff. We're gonna open up our mouths just to talk. Yeah, so we, we maybe think about that. So that's, today I'm wearing a sweater for the first time. It's cold uh, And she saw snow. I did yesterday. A few little flakes. Just a few flakes. I'll tell you, nothing up there. Yeah, nothing nope. Nothing where you live. The leaves are, are turning from red to brown. Oh. But, but no snow. I'm afraid to say it. Spring is just around the corner. <sighs> it's a big corner. It's a, I have to keep thinking that, though. But I think I've told you that in November last year, my husband and I went kayaking. Ah, in November. So we had a heat wave in November, a brief one. It could still come. It could, but I don't think October was this cold last year or the beginning of November was this cold. I don't remember my heat being on yet. Oh, my heat's been on for a while. Yeah, mine has too. So 67 was too hot. 67 was too high? Yes. I like it at 64, 65. That's freezing. Well, that makes it so that if you, uh, when you sit down at night to watch something, you cuddle up in a blanket and it feels good. But if it's 67, it's too hot. You know? No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not on 70, it's not on. Ouch. (laughs) So you can walk around your house in normal clothes. Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) We can't. It's got to get on your comfy clothes. You got to get on your big furry things and your so you socks like it and cool. In the winter, I do. Yeah, I like it. I've actually opened the window in the bedroom in the winter time, and I know the heat is pouring right out the window. You are strange. But the the room's real cold, and I'm under the covers. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. It's not. It's not a good. Not a good thing. 
not a good thing for your windows or, or your heating bill. Yeah. Probably this year I won't do that because I know heating is going up, up, up. Yep. But is he yes. the same? Is Mark the same? It, 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 he, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. He put it up to 67. Oh, jeez. And no, sometimes he'll come in the bedroom after I've gone to bed and fallen asleep, and I can, I can, I, he'll, it'll wake me up because he'll say, oh, oh, gosh, it's freezing in here. And I'm just all cuddled in. Does it make you feel warmer when you go out in the cold if you've gotten your body used to being cold? Uh, oh, heck no. Oh, no. Well, no, then no. why do it? You know, I, I don't know. Yesterday I was at my computer all day for different things, uh-huh. and I had the heat down, Yeah, and I just had on a light shirt and a pair of jeans. I was freezing. But you didn't do anything I about didn't it. didn't do anything. And when he got home, he touched my hands and said, you are freezing. And I was talking to him like this. I said, I'm so cool. He said, well, why don't you put something on? I said, I know. I didn't think of it. <laughs> and I could not get the chill off until... My wonderful husband made chicken pot pie from scratch. Wow. And man, I know you don't eat meat. Nope. But man, right out of the oven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can have a vegetable pot pie. I do. Right out of the oven. It was so good. And I ate a quick second helping because I didn't want to have that message go to my brain that says I'm full. (laughs) So... So I went quickly, and yeah. I got a second yeah. helping. Yeah. But halfway through it, the message went to my brain, and mm-hmm. I went, "Oh, I'm I think full. what is it? Every you get twenty minutes, twenty minutes, something yeah. like that. You're supposed to eat slow, so the message will go faster. Oh, yeah. I yeah. made a little poem. <laughs> you have to eat slow, <laughs> so the message will go. All right, all, all right, right, ladies all right. and gentlemen. Number is this one, true? two, three. Is this true? There are three rivers in Saudi Arabia. That's number one. Okay. Number two, young giraffes sometimes moo. Moo? Moo. Number three, sleeping humans can actually swallow spiders. Oh, gosh. So one of those is true. What? One of those is true. I'm really hoping number three is not true. There's three rivers in Saudi Arabia or giraffes going moo and humans swallowing spiders. <laughs> I can feel it crawling across I, your oh, tongue as we I, speak. Oh, <laughs> spiders I can't do. I don't mind spiders I as can't. long as they're not over my head. Nope, can't do them. Can't do snakes. Can't do spiders. Can't do them. Snakes are, yeah, they're a different story. Can't do them. Don't like to look at them. Don't like, especially snakes. I don't like to look at snakes in the face. I don't like to see their faces. Oh, blah, blah. So I you are not a dinosaur lover. No, no, no. Wow. I like the, I like the chicken with the fuzzy feet. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen chickens with fuzzy feet? I have. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> Those really sharp. Beaks. Yes, and those white, fuzzy, long feathers on their feet. Looks like they have little slippers on. They do. They, they're very, very attractive. Yes, and the meat of those are really good. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you were going to bring something up like that. So what have you got? I have a couple of little things um, kind of tossed around. So you know how you can go on Google and you can find your house? Yes. You do that? Yes, I do it all so the time. So you, you pass around a photo of your home to the world. Mm-hmm. 
And Google has been doing something like that with what's called Street View. Okay. So you can yeah. actually go yeah. Google your house. You can look down the street. You can mm -hmm. look around. I don't know if you can look in the backyard. If you want these things out, uh -huh. you don't want your house on Google, you go to Google Maps. You search for your address. Uh-huh. You click on the image of your house. Yes. Uh, and there's also a little orange man at the lower right hand of your screen. You can grab him and you can drag him up to your house. Uh -huh. Then after you've done that, you click on report a problem at the bottom of your screen, but you have to click on the house first. Okay. okay. Then you click on report a problem. Uh -huh. Fill out the form. Google asks for descriptive information such as the color and the model of your car. If you're saying I want the car out. Right. And that you are making this request because of privacy concerns. This is so and what complicated. They do, it's not. It That's just sounds easy. complicated. And then you just, they, they just, I don't know if they remove it or blur out your house Probably or blur, blur out it. your car. Yeah. Um, so if you're uncomfortable with that, it's very simple. You search for your address. You click on your house. You report a problem. You fill it out. And they'll. You Remove your home or blur it out. They don't really show your home like as it was yesterday. It's mm. usually a couple of years ago. Usually. Have you ever seen one of those cars with the big thing on the yes. top? Yes, I saw one around. here in Pittsfield yes, one time. Yes, I did too. They yep. ride around and they, they do that for sites like this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be able to map it all out. I like it. In fact, I go I looking it's for cool. weird pictures that they get. There's oh. sometimes they, they they post on Facebook. I think it's Facebook. Could be wrong. Pictures that they take from Google, and 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 sometimes the people got taken that wish they hadn't. <laughs> oh, so there's a place you can go and see that. Yeah, but I can't. Or they just posted it, it on is. Facebook. So I bet you could you could you could Google it. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can Google it. Well, I have, it's kind of like a segue from the true or false, because there's a lot of people that believe certain things that are really just myths. 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 The myths. 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 Yep. You have to wait 24 hours before submitting a missing persons report. You think that's true or false? I thought that was true. I thought that was true, too. But... According to Child Find of America, there is no time period in which someone must wait before reporting a person missing. In fact, acting within the first 48 hours is crucial to successfully locating a missing person. 48 hours? No hours. You said 48 hours? Do it within the first 48 hours? Yeah. Doesn't Do it that, immediately. Doesn't that seem... Even that, to think about 48 hours seems so long, even to think about it. No, it doesn't mean wait 48 right. hours. But it they're saying do it within. Yeah. But why would you wait an hour? I wouldn't wait five minutes. Right. You'd want to call immediately. Yeah. 24 hours, like it, like we thought, mm -hmm. is, I always thought was just too long. Right. But you see that even in the movies. Yeah. And on TV. Well, has there been missing for 24 hours? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That didn't really sound like a police officer. No, I didn't. Did it. But that's okay. <laughs> I understood. Oh, oh, okay. So scratch that one out. Wow. What's the next one? The forbidden fruit in the story of Adam and Eve is an apple. No. 
says, yes, the Bible does say that Adam and Eve ate a forbidden fruit, but despite many Sunday school stories and visual representations depicting that fruit as an apple, it is never stated in the text as such. That's right, so we don't know. It could be anything. I'm thinking it might be a fig. The only reason they call it apple is because when they trans... What the hell? Excuse me. According to NPR, the apple depiction was the result of some confusion with the Hebrew Bible being translated into Latin using the term malus, which translates to both evil and apple. Evil and apple. Mm -hmm. Well, evil is correct because it was evil. Mm -hmm. I think in my little brain, Mm -hmm. I would think of it as a a fig. A fig. Because they had... Figs. And they did the leaves. And they did the leaves. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so After. I don't think an apple tree leaf would be big enough. Appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> We're not going to cross the line today. No, no. Wasn't that a song? Wasn't that a song? Across Cross the, the line. line. Wasn't that, uh, what's his name? The, I walk the line. Yeah, oh, walk the line. There it is. Okay. So you can use your phone as a magnifying glass. Huh? Did you ever have a hard time reading the tiny print on labels, instructions, All the and other time. items? Well, turn to your phone's magnifier. It has one? Yes. So if you have an iPhone. Uh-huh. No. Do you have an Android? Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to go to that. Okay. So if you have an iPhone, you open your settings and go to accessibility. Mm-hmm. Tap your magnifier and turn it on. Okay. A magnifier app will be added to your phone's screen. Cool. Open it, aim the camera lens in an item, move the slider to the right, and zoom in closer. I usually take a picture of it and then zoom the picture. And then you expand it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done that too. But you have an Android. Oh, I do. So the Android phone, you open your settings. You go to accessibility. Uh-huh. You tap your magnification, or it could be called on your phone, visibility enhan- enhancements. Oh, okay. And then, uh, or it could be called magnification. Oh, she's getting her phone. This is so cool. And turn on the switch. A small icon that looks like a person will appear in the lower right-hand corner of your screen. You aim your phone's camera at an item. You tap the little person. Touch the screen with your thumb and your forefinger. Spread them apart to zoom in, which is kind of what you do because you take your picture. But if you zoom in, it might blur. It does, yeah. So, so you go to settings. Yes, go to accessibility. Hold on, hold on, Dev. So we're having a little class here. And this information, while Bev is looking, came from AARP Magazine. Those of you who are youngsters who don't know what AARP Magazine is, well, when you're in your 40s, you're going to start getting some notifications from AARP. And you're going to say, what? What? I'm in my 40s. Well, mm-hmm, guess what? Mm-hmm. They prime you and they get you ready because at 70, it's at, at 50, mm-hmm. you will get your own AARP magazine. I thought it was card. 55. I think it's 50. Oh, okay. Visibility enhancements. Maybe. Yes, I'm sorry. I have Visibility in uh, uh, enhancements. Turn on the switch. It just says magnifier window. There you go. Is there a switch to turn on? No. Is there a little icon that's a person? No. 
Okay, so. There's just a dot that says zoom. Okay, so that's it. You've already gone that far. Okay. So then you aim your camera at the item and you tap the little person. There's no person. There's you don't no have camera. A person? Nope. I will have to try this at lunch. Well, let's we are see. going to be going small, to lunch. Medium. So yeah. I'm so sorry, folks. Um, we're keep, talking keep amongst going ourselves because we talked about um, AARP, and I believe it it may it's 50 because I'm looking in the back here and it's telling us how old people are. For instance, Winona Ryder. She is 50. Isn't that crazy? Uh, no. Winton, <laughs> Winton Marshalls is 60. Who's He's, Winton Marshalls? He is a jazz legend. You mean Marsalis? <clears throat> Marsalis? Did I say Marshalls? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being me. <laughs> He's a jazz legend, Marsalis. Yeah, well. And <laughs> Meg Ryan. She's 60, and I hate the fact that she's had so much work done on her face that she, she doesn't 80. even look like her anymore. No. John Mellencamp is 70. Chubby Checker, 80 years old. Wow. Chubby Checker. And Paul Simon, one of the most famous singers, songwriters, is 80, and he is worth about... Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Must yeah, be nice. Crazy, huh? Paul Simon, eighty years old. Okay. Oh man. Do you remember Richard Nixon? Well, how could I forget Richard Nip Nips Nipson? <laughs> Richard <laughs> Nipson and Watergate. President Richard Nixon was successfully impeached. Yes. No. He was not. He was not. He resigned. He probably would have been, but it never came to that. Official impeachment hearings against Richard Nixon began May 1974, but the 37th president announced his resignation on August 8 before anybody could successfully force him out. Do you think that was a good decision to make? Yes, and I wish somebody else had made the same one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, if I were in that position, I would resign. Yes. Yep, save face. I would resign. Yes, exactly. Save face, save money, mm -hmm. save time, save grief, save arguing, save it all. Stress, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have some information about daylight savings time. I hate it. <laughs> Don't we all? God. It's very confusing. Mm -hmm. So it's actually, it, it says here, it's actually pretty simple. Daylight savings time is when we move all of our clocks ahead one hour and we basically skip an hour. So mm -hmm. so that's just the definition of, of it. Okay. So in most of the United States and Canada, daylight savings time begins on the second Sunday of March, occurring this year on March 14th at 2 a.m. So they're talking about March, we're talking about November. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. depending on when anybody listens to this, you know, if you're- It could be August, could, I don't be, know. Who knows? Um, this is when we set our clocks we spring forward in the spring, and we fall behind in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, well, I usually just say back. I'm, back. I'm not behind Well, I have anybody. to keep the, the spring and fall <laughs> in my head because that makes sense to me. Okay. Okay. So it says um, daylight savings time. Oh, here's November. The first Sunday of November. So uh -huh. for us. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. This is, now remember, this this weekend, but it may not be this weekend when you're listening 
to the show. That's true. It may have already. It may happened. have already passed. Um, this is when we set our clocks back an hour. So if your day feels extra long on November seventh, you have it's because you have a twenty-five hour day. It's because it's a dark day. <laughs> it's just too dark early in and the And that's morning. the beginning of my shtick. I can't believe More you go to bed to at night at 5 o'clock because it looks like it's 10. Oh, how about it? I don't know. Really. And it starts no. to get dark at 4, especially if it's cloudy. Oh, it, yeah. It's just, oh, okay. summer's so much better. The odds are always 50-50 in a coin toss. Yeah, 50-50. A group of Stanford University researchers proved this common misconception wrong in 2007 when they flipped a lot of quarters and found that a coin was more likely to land on the face that it started on. What? The researchers put your actual odds at closer to 51.49, so pay attention to which side of the coin faces the sky when you make your call. Well... That's something I think everyone, after hearing this, will try mm -hmm. right now, or don't do it if you're driving. <laughs> you will do it at home mm -hmm. and test it out. And not if I you're will. eating soup. Not if you're eating <laughs> soup. <laughs> soup is such a good word when it's cold. Mm. I like the Vichy word soup. Soir. No, that's cold. I like it, though. But it's cold now. It won't warm you. I don't care. I like the taste. Yeah. So it's got tomatoes. You want to argue about this? That, you want to have a fight here? <laughs> you want a piece of me? It's you potatoes. You want a piece of me? It's potatoes. Oh, vichyssoise potatoes? It's not tomato? No, 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 no. Oh, it's that's potatoes. gazpacho. Yeah. Well, I go. like vichyssoise. Mm -hmm. I like potato mm -hmm. soup. Mm -hmm. Cream potato. I'd have to heat mine up. Well, you could. You I would. Could. I Now you're making me think about soup. Mm. Okay. So Crackers why do we have daylight savings time to begin with? Something about farmers. Well, yes. Yes. It says you might be wondering why we even bothered to move our clocks forward for nine months of the year just to move them back again. While it's a popular belief that daylight savings time started because farmers wanted more daylight in the fields. Uh-oh. This couldn't be further from the truth, it says. Oh. In fact, farmers opposed this idea huh. all throughout the 20th century. To get to the bottom of how daylight savings time came to be, let's go back in time when one of America's founding fathers, Mr. Benjamin Franklin, really, first, not really Benjamin, I gotcha. don't want to confuse yeah. people, right. <laughs> first brought up the idea of daylight savings. Really? Benjamin it was Franklin. You know when that was? No. 1780s. Why? Yeah, well, we'll go on to that after we hear a little more from you oh <laughs> that's weird i had no yeah, idea we will continue with benjamin yeah. franklin every living thing dies every living thing dies every living thing dies no while yes most living things do die eventually there is one species of jellyfish that doesn't technically perish known as the and i don't know how to pronounce this turret to this essentially immortal sea creature reverts back into a juvenile state after adulthood so it can live out yet another life along its offspring. 
Wow, that's really bizarre. I don't know how many times it can do that, but that's I suppose. Re remember that movie, Benjamin Button? I love that movie. Yeah. He was an adult mm -hmm. and reverted back to a child. That was so sad. It was very sad, oh. and it was very strange looking. It was very odd. Mm -hmm. But if you were a jellyfish, would you want to just continue living I don't know. How good over? is it to be a jellyfish? What I, do you do? I mean, for fun. I you mean, just, um, you know. <laughs> you're just floating around floating in around. there and grabbing I food. I don't know if there's a purpose. Yeah. Do they even have a brain? I don't know. I know they have a stomach. Do they have eyes? I don't even think they have eyes. Oh, my. I think it's just a, an organism. Then they don't even know they're doing it. Probably not. It's just automatic. They have an autopilot system. It just does it. Die. Die. <gasps> okay. <laughs> All right. Benjamin Franklin. Okay. Okay. He noticed that people were sleeping through the early daylight hours and then complaining about the cost of candles to light their homes at night. In a satirical essay, meaning he wasn't 100% mm -hmm. serious, Franklin joked that Parisians should change their sleep schedules and save money using sunshine instead of candles with lamp oil. Uh, candles and lamp oil. Yeah. While Franklin's observations were grounded in humor, daylight savings time was proposed in earnest years later by a man named George Hudson. Oh, it's all his fault. So it's George's fault. Okay, George. Benjamin just was joking around. Hey. Go to Paris. And what was what was George's reason? George was reason was what Franklin said. Hey, save the candles, save the lamp oil. Now, but you couldn't use them either end the, of the day. This is true, isn't it? <laughs> and it I'm sure matter. that the candle and the lamp oil companies didn't want it. No. But like you said, you're going to have to use it either end of the day, either in the morning because ah, it's darker, yeah. or at night when it gets darker. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you a little bit about George Hudson in a moment. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. But right now, this is something we that need I... to take a no, 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 <laughs> no. We do not. Oh, we do not. <laughs> She's going to say break, but no, we're not ready for that. No, I had to look at my my clock, and you're right. You are always right. <laughs> oh yeah, right. All right, but this is right. Van Gogh cut off his ear for a lover. It was only a small piece of lobe. It's not the whole ear. Everybody says he'd had no ear. It was only a tiny little part of the lobe where you usually have earrings put in. Doesn't that make more sense? And he did it during a violent spat with Paul Gauguin. And some people say it was Paul Gauguin's fault. But nobody knows for sure. And if Van Gogh gave it to a local girl, that's not known for sure either. So it's maybe not because of a lover, but they had a fight. And for some reason, Van Gogh lost his lobe. The lobe. Yep. So he could still wear a mask or if he had to. part of. <laughs> <laughs> so just part of the lobe or the lobe. Yep. If a guy gave a you a piece of his earlobe, what would you think? Stalking. <laughs> yeah, strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. weird. Very, very weird. That was weird. Was like, Van Gogh a little bit odd? What, like a little what bit do you want me to do with duck? this? Yeah. yeah. Nah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so George Hudson, who's the one who yes. proposed uh, 
daylight savings time after Benjamin Franklin's little humor, mm-hmm. humorous idea. He lived in New Zealand where he collected bugs. Here oh, we he go. He already sounds like a funny find. Yeah. Yes, okay. bugs. Yep. Uh-huh. You know where this is going, right? No, I don't either. <laughs> As an entomologist, he really valued the daylight hours because it was easier for him to track bugs while there was light enough to see them. How selfish. In 1895, Hudson proposed that we move the clocks ahead, which would provide more after-work hours daylight after work hours of daylight to go hunting for insects. Although New Zealand rejected Hudson's proposal, that's when the idea really started to spread. Mm. So there you have it, people. Bugs are the reason, at least in George Hudson's case, why daylight savings time came about. How many bugs did he need? Come on. And I can't believe that something so small, no pun intended, <laughs> would create an entire change. I, I just I just think we should go with the sun. If it comes just up, go that's with when the you sun. wake up. Exactly. When it goes down, you go to bed. Yes, and there are some states that don't practice daylight savings time. So how does that work? Because it kind of messes the rest of us up. So if we, if we go to a state that's an hour behind us, from where we are, mm-hmm. are they st- still an hour behind? Oh, no. If we call them on stop, the phone. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> help, help. I know. Your brain starts to be like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got something about Ben Franklin. Oh, really? This will make, make it better for Ben. You have something about Ben Franklin after I just talked about Ben Franklin? Yes, I do. Isn't that so cool? I love it. I love it. Ben Franklin wanted the turkey as our symbol. You're nodding your head. Ben Franklin wanted the turkey as our symbol. No, I don't think so. Everybody thinks he did. But. Did he? While designing a national seal, Franklin actually proposed an image of Moses, (laughs) not a wild turkey, to represent America. I have no idea how that started, but everybody thought he said turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? Instead of eagle. I think eagle, maybe, I don't know if it's because... I don't know if it's because we're used to the eagle mm-hmm. that the eagle just seems such a majestic, magnificent, amazing, creature. magnificent. They are huge. So, switch in your mind, turkey. Nah, I wouldn't. So, no, that's so, more like a <laughs> gobble gobble. I wonder if, um, I wonder if we would eat then turkey uh, eagles for Thanksgiving. <gasps> oh. And you know, I don't know if they'd be protected. I don't eat either I one don't, anyway. I don't <laughs> so Ben Franklin, by the way, yes, said fish and visitors smell after three days. <laughs> I didn't just I just didn't realize he was a funny guy. He was a very oh poor Richard Almanac, poor Richard Almanac. That he wrote that and 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 he had sayings. Like oh, that funny things. That. He yep. also said, "Beware of the young doctor and the old barber." Oh. The young doctor. And the old barber. When I broke my leg, my doctor came into the surgery room with shorts on <laughs> and a flowered shirt. And I said, have you ever done this before? <laughs> How old did he look? 17. Oh, my god! I mean, he was a baby boy. 
but he did a great job. Maybe he dressed like that because that's comfortable for him. He doesn't get hot in the operating room. Could be. And maybe it's to cheer you. Well, I went to sleep yeah, really fast. You went to sleep. <laughs> he also said, God works wonders now and then. Behold, a lawyer and an honest man. Oh, no. A lo- oh, no. A lawyer and honest man. I don't get that. Do you? There is no such thing. Oh. Oh, As an honest lawyer. Oh, they say. you're going to get emails. <laughs> probably am. You're going to get emails. Do you know, when they say things come towards the earth, like meteorites and stuff, if they went through the atmosphere, they would burn up and and, and then it would be a terrible fire and all that. Well, actually, meteorites are cold when they reach the earth's surface. In fact, many meteorites are found with frost on them. As they enter the atmosphere, they're still below freezing. Interesting, Mm -hmm. for sure. No big fireball. But don't they usually burn up before they hit? I know some have hit. I think it's about the size. The size. The dinosaurs were kind of unlucky. So, oh, because of those. Yeah. Yes. One more Ben Franklin quip. Okay. A learned blockhead is a greater blockhead than than an ignorant one. Oh, that's going to take some it's deep kind of thought. A, yeah, yeah. That one you got to really think about. Huh. you got to have some, some thinking for sure. Speaking of weather. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just going to ask you about weather. <laughs> Sun and seasons. Everybody believes that seasons are caused by the earth being closer to the sun in the summer than in the winter. But it's not true. I was going to say no. Seasons are actually caused by Earth's 23.4 degree axial tilt. Isn't that amazing? So if we didn't, if the Earth didn't tilt when it spun, we wouldn't change seasons. This is true. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. When you think about all of that has to just all work all the time and continue to work all the time with no help from us. Right. Now it's time for... No. No break. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Does it say so on your card? It does. Listen, listen. Ooh, I set pretty. an alarm. My alarm. Maybe the clocks here are wrong. I didn't really go by this clock, but okay. we started a little early. We did start a little all early. Right, we just right. want to make sure that we get our break in because okay. maybe we have to go somewhere. Whoa. Like, what exactly what? is happening here? Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance. Providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. 
If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. This will send shockwaves around the world. Okay, all righty, let's play some tunes. Oh, she sounded so cute. <laughs> Can I get a job doing that? And here we are. We are called Soft Off. And we are here at WTBR 89.7 FM, mm-hmm, Pittsfield mm-hmm, Community mm-hmm. Radio. And I can't wait to hear this again because I love trying to figure these out. Okay. There are three rivers in Saudi Arabia. Young giraffes sometimes moo. Sleeping humans can actually swallow spiders. Which one of them is true? Man, it's, it's between two. It's between two with me. I don't want to make it easy. I know. Oh, no. You want to make it challenging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went to metroparent.com mm-hmm. to find out about babies. Don't you know about... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you had a couple, right? <laughs> Do you have to learn that over again? Okay. I don't want to go through that again. No. <laughs> Shoot me now. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember going to natural childbirth classes, and they would say, now, oh you're God. going to feel discomfort. And so I went through Please. the whole thing. Is you know? this a woman or and a man? A woman. And she'd always talk about the discomfort, and you'll have an increase in discomfort. And then when I actually had my children, has, no, it's pain. Did you excruciating childbirth? Uh-huh. <gasps> oh, excruciating. I remember having my friends from work come up into my room, and there are three of them standing at the end of my bed. And I looked at them all, and I said, don't ever do it. <laughs> it hurts so much. It's so painful. Knock yourselves out. <laughs> Have them knock you out. <laughs> I actually yelled at my doctor because he ran out of ether. <laughs> That was tells you how far back that was, because they don't use ether anymore. I remember being in the delivery room and thinking I was ready, and the doctor came in, and he was talking to the nurses, and he said, I'm just going to run back to the office and see a few more patients. And I said, what? You're doing what? Excuse me? Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready. Oh Where God. are you going? He said, don't worry. It will be all right. I said, no, you're there. I'm here. <laughs> did he go back? He did. <gasps> what a shame. He did. He came back. He was on time. He was all oh my It's all good. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so babies, they don't shed tears. No. What? Sure, they cry all the time, but look at their tiny eyes and you won't see any tears. They have no tear ducts? They're not faking it. <laughs> so it's because the baby's tear ducts aren't totally developed yet. Oh. Either, and neither are their sweat glands, which means they don't sweat. Oh. They have enough tears to keep their eyes healthy and moist, but not enough tears to let them flow freely. So when they start showing tears is about three to four weeks. 
Oh my goodness, I did not yes, know that. Yeah. Never even thought to look. Yeah, and it's it's real when a little baby cries and you see tears. Oh, cry myself. Hug them and hug them and hug them and hug them. Anyway, so now you know about babies. Now you know about babies. <laughs> Easy peasy. Earth's first continent. Earth's first continent. Everybody talks about Pangaea, right? Was sure. Every, everything was all stuck together and then kind yeah. of separated. Sh- sure. Okay. Well, it was not the first supercontinent. It was the last in a series of seven, which joined and split at regular intervals. The first was called Valbara, which happened 3.6 billion years ago. So the Earth, when it was getting ready to be the Earth, was all stuck together, separated into different countries or whatever you want to call them, and then maybe warped back into the one continent again and then broke up again and seven times before. That's what you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's <what> they- <laughs> You're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. It is fascinating. It, it is fascinating. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so babies. The little babies. Little tiny babies. Babies are empathetic. If only we were all like babies. This study by researchers at the University of Washington's Institute for Learning and Brain Sciences found that children are empathetic. In fact, the researchers learned that hungry 19-month-olds will give strangers food if the strangers are in need. The empathetic urges start at infancy. And then they're squashed by their parents. Yes. So within the first few days of life, babies will become upset if they hear other babies cry. This isn't because they're upset by the sound of crying. Rather, this study says it's because they're feeling empathetic. Researchers actually played other sounds similar to crying, but it didn't upset the infants. Wow. When they're six months old, they they will... they will return smiles to you. Isn't that the best? Do you remember when your children yeah. smiled at you the first time? Oh, I remember like it was yesterday. Both times when I looked at them and they were human, <laughs> they reacted to me and they smiled at me. It wasn't gas. No, no, they just nope. smiled. Oh, at three and a half months old, most babies should be able to decipher their mom's facial expressions, and at ten months old, they actually are concerned. If their mother is upset. Wow. Interesting, isn't it? I had no idea. Mm, neither did I. I wish I knew this when I was younger. That's a aw, that's so Just be sweet. watching for all of this. It's and, pretty cool. And, and and if it's so strong and we I know. ruin it, I mean <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> I think I'm gonna cry. It's our fault. It is. <laughs> This is something I never heard of before. Okay. But apparently a lot of people believe that bumblebees can't fly. Really? Yeah. It says the flight mechanism and aerodynamics of the bumblebee are quite well understood, despite the urban legend that calculations show they can't fly. Who who out there thinks bumblebees can't fly? Tell me. Tell me who, because if you've ever been stung... (laughs) 
<laughs> I see bumblebees fly all the time. They, they yeah. go into my little flowers, and they, maybe I'm not looking at bumblebees. Maybe they're not bumblebees. I don't know. Maybe but. they're not considered flyers because maybe they don't have wings. Bumblebees don't maybe have wings? Maybe they have wings that look like wings, but they're really fur, and you can't fly with fur, so their flying isn't considered flying because oh, it's not a wing. we got to put a stop to this. Because <laughs> it's not a wing. <laughs> we got to put a stop to this right now. I've seen bumblebees fly. I have, too. That's why I don't believe. No, I don't think. I, I think I'd have yeah. to check that one. <gasps> Babies cry with an accent. What? They may not be able to actually speak yet, but a study found that babies cry with the same melody used in their native language. And remarkably, they do this by their second day of life. Not convinced? French newborns have a lilt at the end of their cries, similar to the French accent. So what would that sound like? Can you talk with a French accent? No. <laughs> Maybe it's accent. accent. Maybe it's a lilt. <laughs> German babies start their cries very intensely and then suddenly stop. Wow. wow. <laughs> it sounds like a wow. dog. <laughs> Just like the German language, according to a study published in Current Biology. This means that babies hear and mimic sounds they hear in utero. Oh, so if they hear music, if you play music, then they really do hear it. I did do that, too. I didn't. I did. I don't know what I did. I didn't I, swear. <laughs> Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> Even more astonishing, here we go. The first cries of infants have some trace of their native language or their mother's language, to be precise, because they're hearing it all the So time. it's all imitation, right? Yeah. Kind of thing? Hmm. So they, this study is saying that they can hear in utero. And this study comes from Current Biology, and the website is metroparent.com. Interesting. Diet detoxification. Mm. Don't believe everything that you're told on your TV commercials yeah. and all that good stuff. Or Facebook. Mm -hmm. There is a common myth that specific diets aid detoxification and can remove substances from your body. No, no, no. In reality, your liver and kidney do it automatically. I agree. So don't believe the stuff. Don't believe the stuff. Mm -mm. So I just found some, uh, 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 the rest of my paragraph about crying with an accent when I turned the page. Oh. So it says here, an infant hears its mother's nuanced speech patterns and vocalizes these within his first cry. A fetus can recognize his mother's voice by the third trimester through bone conduction. Oh. The more varied the accent, the more varied your baby's cry will be. So, so even it, if you were born in California, if you started saying, give me the water and the drinks and everything else, <laughs> the baby would come out with a franchise. <laughs> It'd be a good um, study. That would be an experiment. You'd yeah. have to do it for nine months. That's okay. I can get away with it. It says it may be different between a baby in Detroit and Chicago. While he'll sound very different if born to a French mother, uh -huh. mama, uh -huh. mamel. So so. Who knows? <laughs> 
So for nine months, you'd have to talk like that. So, okay. <laughs> so it's all mother's fault. How I, come it always comes around? It's always mommy's fault. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> okay. Metal breaks microwaves. Metal breaks microwaves. Well, I know that sparks happen, and I see my father actually burnt a hole in a microwave with metal in it. It says placing metals inside a microwave oven does not damage the oven's electronics, but it's still not safe. Electrical arching or arcing, arcing makes metal hot and can harm you, but you can still use the microwave after. Have you... But have you ever done that and seen no, it? No, no. So you know how sometimes you get some frozen food and they have the label on that that's got the QR code or the scanning bar? Uh-huh. I think it's the scanning bar. I mistakenly put something in the microwave just to thaw it with that little piece still there yeah. on the label. Yeah. And all of a sudden I see the sparks and uh-huh. that label turns black. Oh, I did not know that. And my dad really did. He put something in the microwave, and it was touching the side, and it was metal, and he burned a hole, a small hole. So did he ever try to use it again? We used it all the time. Even with the hole? Right, because it didn't go all the way through. It was like a burn mark. Uh That's more of a good explanation. It was like a burn mark. Well, there. See? Okay. So I think it still sparks in, in arcs. Okay. That wouldn't be very much fun. No. It would be scary. Okay. Babies can only focus 8 to 12 inches from their faces. Don't be nervous if you discover that your baby is nearsighted. This is totally normal. Mm -hmm. Their vision falls between 2200 and 2400. As the eyes begin to work together, the ability to focus will improve and the baby will be able to see further away. It takes up to the fifth month for babies to have depth perception and to see in 3D. Isn't that crazy? Up to fifth, the fifth month, your child, according Season to this, 2D. is not seeing in 3D. You look like a piece of paper. How about that? Oh, Isn't my that, word. How do they know this? I, how do they find this out? Wow. I don't mm. want to hear that any babies were hurt. No, no, no. I'm not going to say any baby. Oh, 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 in, in, in oh, ex- oh. Yeah, oh, to oh. get the research. Oh, oh, oh. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Columbus is America. Columbus never reached any land that now forms part of the mainland United States of America. Most of the landings were on the beaches of the Caribbean. Huh? He never really walked on United States territory. He stayed on the ship? Nope. He was in the Caribbean, the beaches and stuff oh, down there. He never it. even went all the way up here. Oh, <laughs> this isn't what? Yeah. What about Plymouth? What about Emilio no. Vespucci? America Vespucci did. Uh, America Vespucci, not Emilio. <laughs> not Emilio, but Amerigo. Amerigo Vespucci. Yep, Columbus didn't. But Columbus is the one that got the Nina the Pinta in the Santa Maria and asked the queen if he could go because... And they did, and she said, okay, go ahead. And he said, all right, here I am. But he did not walk on U.S. territory. Oh, wow. And history changes itself. Obviously. Yes. But we know from this report, from this research, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. babies only see in black and white. They only see in black and white? For the first three months. Really? 
it's the reason why so many baby toy toys are in black and white. Now, I never knew baby toys were in black and white. I've seen some, but... Um, it says the parents are the ones that search for the colorful toys. How about that? But they only see black and white. The oh ability to see in color develops at three months. Babies start to see in color at about one week, but by six weeks, they've developed a full range of color vision. Now, that contradicts itself, doesn't it? Kind of. Hmm. I didn't write it. Okay. I just read it. All right. Cowboy hats. I love them. Cowboy hats were not popular in the Western American frontier, with derby or bowler hats being the headgear of choice. Heavy marketing after the Civil War changed that. Oh, heavy marketing. Mm -hmm. It's all about marketing. Mm -hmm. How do you get people to buy it? So they were wearing derbies or bowler hats, little round hats. Now, what do you think is more attractive on a guy? The cowboy hat. A cowboy hat, Mm -hmm. for sure. And did you know the white guys that were saying you see in all the westerns and the movies and stuff, they weren't called cowboys. Who were they? They were called ranchers. Ranchers. The cowboys were, unfortunately, the black cowboys. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's so unfair. The ranchers, the cowboys, and the Indians. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll be son of a gun. So let's talk about poop. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that a baby's first poop doesn't smell? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps this makes us love them even more. Uh. But scientifically speaking, bacteria and bacterial waste products from, um, from digesting food are what causes odor found in poop so until they eat something newborns babies bowels are not colonized with bacteria at birth and it takes time for this to happen so baby's poop is pure it's pure poop oh my this this uh this doctor poston says their first poops will consist solely of meconium which is lighter than normal stool and is tar-like. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Mm. It's pure poop. I wonder if that means it's... Uh, 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 no, 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 okay. no. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> After day three, a breastfed baby will have yellow or yellow-green poop. As the bacteria increases, then it will start to smell. Babies who are breastfed continue to have minimally smelly poop compared with those who are formula-fed. So it's totally normal for infants to poop up to 12 times a day. Oh, gosh. If they're breastfeeding, they shouldn't be pooping fewer than three times per day. That means they're not getting enough milk. So your baby needs to poop about 12 times a day. If you're breastfeeding, it doesn't say if you're... It doesn't say if you're um, using formula, if that's more or less on here. But I would say... If they're not pooping at least three times a day, you need to check it out. So you need to raise your infant in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> With its little butt toward the drain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What, what did I have here? I had something here that was good, and then now I can't find it because... All right. People lived to 30. 
Life expectancy in the Middle Ages and earlier was lower than today, but not 30 years. Ah. The average was skewed by high infant mortality. Ah, skewed. People often <laughs> lived to 65 and older ah. in the Middle Ages. Aha. Uh-huh. So there. So we're living longer. Probably. And in Old Testament days, they lived very long. 600, 300, and I think. What? Oh, yes. And I think it's because the earth was pure, purer then. Sure. So we didn't have pollution. We didn't have chemicals. We didn't have cancers, and they didn't have those kinds of things. And, yes, they lived a long time. And then we screwed it up. Okay. The water was pure. The air was pure. We don't have, we didn't have oil spills. We didn't have all the stuff. And we didn't come from chimps. No. We did not. Humans did not evolve from either of the living species of chimpanzees. No. They actually evolved from a common ancestor, but not from them. Not from chimps. They branched off. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, well, the, yeah. Babies' skins peel off. They molt? They, they do. Their skins peel off. This doesn't mean they have dry skin. This is a physician with one medical. That's a place. One medical based in New York. Instead, it's a result of the pregnancy. They were in amniotic fluid for nine months. And the less vernix, which is the white stuff that's on newborns, they There's arrived white stuff with on the, yes, the vernix, all that creamy stuff. So the more they have on time. them, the more they will peel. Since preemies have tons of vernix, they usually peel less than full time, uh, full term babies. The baby skin tends to peel one to three weeks after birth, and you don't need to apply lotion. Or help with the peeling, and you don't even need to call the doctor. It's just a natural thing. I have never seen either one of my babies peel. I think it's something that you maybe forgot about because it's probably so little, and it and it's um, it comes off maybe when you bathe them. I don't think they peel. I don't remember the peeling like a sunburn peel. Hmm. Just maybe a natural little flakes here and there. They peel. weren't white. They weren't white. No. Okay. Well, they didn't have the vernix. Sounds like a disease. They didn't have the old vernix. You got to have the vernix. They were a little more Hispanic than they were white. So they didn't have the whitey, creamy stuff on them. Right. Yeah. Right. So they didn't have any of that. Right. Whitey, creamy. (laughs) Whitey, creamy. (laughs) I wonder if they make lotion on it. Okay. No. New world, new name. Immigrants' last names were not Americanized, voluntarily, mistakenly, or otherwise. Upon arrival at Ellis Island, there was no law to record immigrant names at that time. So what did they do? They just kept their regular names. That's what they came over with. Some people say, well, they shortened their names so people couldn't understand it here. No, they didn't. They kept their real names. They kept their real names. And why shouldn't they? Exactly. That's your name. I mean, how does this stuff start? I don't know. But I can tell you that babies can't taste salty foods until they're five months old. But at five months old, are you giving them food? 
No potato chips. No potato chips. It says, technically, most taste studies in infants are done by evaluating their facial expressions. So as far as this doctor knows, they may be able to taste salt, but they don't have a strong reaction to it. Huh. Why? Once infants can talk, we learn the answer to this one, but one study may offer a clue. It found that babies who eat starchy table foods before the age of six months have a preference for salt that lasts through their early years. Those who had the starchy foods, a piece of bread, cereal, french fries, preferred saltier drinks and drank 50 saltier drinks and drank 55% more of those saltier drinks during the study at six months old. When those same kids were preschoolers, they were more likely to happily lick salt from food and even eat the salt plain. Huh. My son used to eat bare onions. Ba- like like but, oranges. He would eat, he would eat the, or, the onion like, like it was a fruit. Really? Yeah. And didn't get affected by it? No, he liked it. I wonder oh, if that's got anything to do with what you're talking about. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I do know that some kids will be will actually eat slices of lemon and lime and enjoy it. My granddaughter did for a little while. She made a face, but she liked it. I like the lemon. Mix, it's making me think about it. Think about biting into a lemon right now. Is it mm. making you do that thing? I did that <gasps> Those when I was... Those of you that are listening. Yes. What? We should say... Picture yourself sucking on a lemon right now. You've got the lemon, you've sliced it into a piece, you've taken it and you've put that in I'm your drooling. mouth. And you bite it. Mm-hmm. What's it doing to you? It's going down nice and easy. <laughs> especially with the margarita on the edges. <laughs> oh my gosh. Black holes, black holes are black not interdimensional holes. portals. Instead, they're hugely dense objects with gravitational pull. There are cosmic vacuum cleaners that sucks in everything. It's just un, um, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you think about the universe, it's just mind-boggling. And this isn't the first universe. I, it's the only one that I know. I know, but they say the one that just, I know. There's but you know what? Eternity goes on forever, so we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, I oh. think it's close to... It I, is close. I think it's close. Yes. Okay. We're 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 right. Okay. There are three rivers in Saudi Arabia. Young giraffes sometimes move. Sleeping humans can actually swallow spiders. I think there are three rivers in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Sleeping humans cannot swallow spiders. Hallelujah. 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 Oh. Because spiders have basic instincts that prevent them from crawling into the mouths of bigger animals. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Saudi Arabia is one of 17 countries in the world with no rivers flowing through them. No rivers at all. None. So... Giraffes sometimes moo. Moo. Baby giraffes are known to moo if they're separated from their mothers. I'd love to hear that. Well, I don't want them to be separated from their mothers. I know. Still there you like go. I hear the moo. I love giraffes. I think they're beautiful and they're graceful. There was a woman who wanted to be a giraffe so bad she wore 
metal rings on her neck to stretch them out. There's a tribe somewhere that does that. Yeah, but she just, you know, it, it, it was bad. It was bad. They had to remove them surgically. And then what happened? Her head fell over? No, <laughs> she had to, it, it, it shrunk back in eventually to the regular size, but it was it was very painful. And it actually just pushes down the bones of your clavicle and stuff, and it's not good for your ribs I wouldn't think so at all. And no. I, it's funny that you said that and explained that, because I thought to myself, how can they make the neck go higher? Because you, you can't, because what would happen with the spine part behind your neck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would separate all the... The spinal column. Yep. And then for sure, if you took the rings off, well, what does that do with your nerves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just moving on. Hey, folks, guess what? It's time to go. You you stayed with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you so much for tuning in every Thursday at 830 in the morning to WTBR 89.7 FM to learn a bunch of stuff. The views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.